Hello and welcome to another edition of Theories and Thoughts Podcast with your hostess Anya and Nancy. <clears throat> Girl. Just, this just occurred to me. What if it doesn't actually appear until we actually come on? Like, they gotta be what it is. The notification. Well, I don't get the notification. I just go to the page. Oh, okay. Because it's like, that's what I'm starting to see. Like, it doesn't actually appear for me. The notification doesn't appear until we go on. But okay. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. She's talking about, y'all know we be trying to share to our pages. Yes, God. Anyway, welcome to another edition of Theories and Thoughts Podcast. <clears throat> oh, Jesus. Okay. I'm better. And my esthetician just asked me, she said, <clears throat> how's your asthma? I'm like, girl. You know, I ain't, I, ain't, I ain't coughed the whole time I was there. Anyway, hey, y'all. Hey, we have a great guest today, y'all. Our guest is Fancy. Let me tell y'all something. I'm excited about this. I Wait, <clears throat> I interviewed you one time, but it was print. Because I was about you to say. Me, no, you've interviewed me another time as well. Oh. Um, I, I think on here. I don't remember. Because I was excited. Hey, Lloyd. What's up? What's got going on? Hey, hey Brandy. Hey, I did Brandy. my eyes today, girl. You've been wearing that red, honey. Did you see me wear my red the other day with my black hair, honey? Yes. Let me tell y'all that red, them, both them reds that Brandy have with Candy Lady Cosmetics. Let me tell y'all. They the truth. They the truth. Hey, Marquita. Hey, Marquita. Uh... <laughs> I know it. Drink some water, yes, sir. Yes, sir. yes, sir. Let me drink some right now, baby. Thank you for please. Thank you, sir. And and why are you asking if we got a man? Don't do that. Don't do that. Oh, I didn't even see that part. I totally did not read that earlier. Okay, totally ignored it. Yeah. Anywho, <clears throat> let me get my life together. Okay, fancy. So, how was your weekend? Um, my weekend was was kind of a learning lesson. Um, so I kind of had got this idea in my head, and I just went down a rabbit hole kind of with it. And I spent most of the weekend just kind of thinking one thing, only to discover another thing. And yeah, this is one of those relationship type of situations. And I feel really bad because um, I had like accused my boyfriend of something. And so um, I just now I've just been like, you know, I'm glad that it wasn't the case. But I just, you know, just to have went down it, I was like, it really kind of shows you how you're so used to things that you can just imagine them or bring them into situations or cause situations come about that aren't even real so yeah that's how my weekend kind of went and um i can't even say i rested because that was really on my mind so yeah how was your weekend hey sharona girl oh wait i'm sorry my daughter though i did go to my daughter's um my youngest daughter Haley's um powerlifting company and she came in second place for her weight class, which I think is like the 97 mm -hmm. pound division or something. But yeah, it's, I love, um, you know, being able to see her do that. So, yeah. That's dope. That's dope. That's dope. That's dope. Um, <clears throat> this weekend, what did I do? 
Saturday, I went out, hang out with this guy. We went to a wine bar and a whiskey bar here. I had never been. I had never been to a whiskey bar or a wine bar. And I'm a wine drinker. He's a whiskey drinker. So it was cool. That was interesting. I mean, you know, the whole vibe and everything. I like new, new things. So that was cool. My best friend came and finally gave me her, um, as you guys know, my niece. I call her my niece. She died, the transgender um, girl, Kier. That um got killed. Her boyfriend actually um bought me this. It's my dad on both sides, y'all. Look, isn't this like the sweetest thing ever? It's two pictures of me and my dad. So hold it right here. Ew, ew, ew. The I should have been with me. Okay, the wine. What we should have been doing? Okay. <clears throat> anyway, so that's she uh, bought it. He is cute. It's a he, and I guess he bought it. I don't know. Oh, oh, okay. he bought um, he bought Nitra one with Kiara on it. Oh, okay, okay, Kiara on it. I like it, and he bought me this. So it's Kiara's boyfriend. Okay, yeah, I just started connecting. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> and um, Kathy said, "Congratulations to your daughter." Thank you, Kathy. And the wine said that we should have been with him enjoying ourselves, but we was enjoying ourselves where we was, okay? Um, so this weekend we found out that Tracy Braxton did pass away. So rest in peace to her. Our condolences to her family and her friends. We first learned about Tracy on the show, Braxton Family Values. I had to remember the name of the show. She was more of the girl who... <clears throat> She wanted to get into singing. What I, you know, what I knew of her in the beginning was she wanted to get into singing, and their group didn't take flight because she got pregnant. Mm -hmm. So that's that. Nitra was talking about how the sisters didn't mention her being a wife. They just said auntie, sister, daughter, all these different things. But them girls petty any damn way. Well, okay. I don't know. Maybe they just left it out. But even after, um, like I said, I had first heard of her passing. Well, when I read about her passing, they said that it was the husband that had made the announcement. And then I ended up seeing like some type of headline where he was like, he's just lost without her or something. So, I mean, they, you know, he's being very vocal. Um, yeah. They just like, just forgot, you know. Girl, whatever. Um... Sharona, get with cool fool. He wants to know about hair. Get with him, please, because I can't help him with that. So this weekend, last week, <clears throat> here in Texas, there was a video going around from DeSoto ISD of a substitute teacher being hit in the head with um, with a desk or a chair or something like that, and he was bleeding. He was like 72 years old. Um... But then I seen a story where a coach disarmed a girl who was who had the principal had asked him to investigate um I guess the girl or what have you and he disarmed her from the disarmed her um with the from a gun you know what I'm saying he took the damn gun from her he took the gun from her <laughs> Yeah, I um I'm sorry, were you still yes? So the question is, 
you're damn if you do, you're damn if you're done. So tonight's theories and thought question while we talk about this is, should, should teachers be able to defend themselves against students? So put your comment in the, um, in the chat so we can discuss this. So fancy your thoughts. Well, when, well, okay. So I was going to say, um, oh, look, I got a little bit of my notes, but in the situation with the coach, Kenneth Miller, one thing that I read was that they said, cause you, you said that they asked him to investigate. I didn't see that, but of course we could have read different stories. But what I did see is that they said that it was out of his scope. Um, I guess like they felt like, you know, he should have been interfering. So that's why originally he was fired, but then they came back and said that he was suspended. But I just, um, I do wonder, cause I was wondering like, how did he get into the mix of things? And the story didn't really say that. So I was curious about that. But um, I think that it's, I think I'm not going to say depending on how he actually ended up in the situation. I think that really depends on whether or not I agree with him. But as far as in the other situation with uh, Mr. Larry Brumfield, the, the substitute teacher that was hit by the chair, like I think that is, you know, I commend him because he still wants to go back and teach. Um, and he seemed to, you know, have like this approach that he can make a difference so it's just interesting to kind of see how those but even in that situation i think um i don't i almost want to say he threw the chair back though <laughs> he threw a chair back but he okay. was okay so um go ahead so yeah that's those are just kind of my thoughts on it um i really would like to know how the other man ended up in the situation so we, yes, we did read two different articles on, so the one that, um, <clears throat> that I'm reading that I read and I'll, this is off of the, um, Charlotte Observer. It says a Georgia teacher has been suspended. It never said that he was fired, um, at the altercation with a student who brought a gun to school in, um, in August, 2021. My first thing is y'all suspended him now in March when this happened in, in August, it says the disciplinary action stems from when former coach Kenneth Miller said he received a video showing guns on Tri-Cities High School grounds in East Point on their way to a pep rally. So, OK, past that. He said the, the student, the school's principal asked him to investigate reports that students had brought guns to, to the campus. Um, the outlet, the outlet reported. So WBS reported that the principal had asked the coach to investigate students bringing guns to the campus. Well, then I don't see how that goes under the, you know, it doesn't fall under the scope if they asked him to do it. So it seems like, you know, he was in a right to defend him, himself there in that situation, especially since they asked him to do it. Right. And she attacked him. Um, <clears throat> after he found the gun that she brought and he did have a body cam on. So, um, I went to one of the worst schools in New Orleans, like one of the worst schools. We used to have dogs and I may have talked about this. We used to have dogs come like the dogs. And that's what it says that they're, they're, um, investigating, ways to find out, you know, if students bring us up. We used to have, like, they'll come knock on a, on, on your classroom door. 
That's for me. And you'll have to get up. You can't touch nothing. And you have to go walk <laughs> out. Everybody. Yeah, they still do that now. They did that at our schools, but they still do that. Um, I think Dylan said they recently did that at her school. Yeah. Now at 35, they didn't do that. <laughs> they didn't do that at 35. But at Peter's, they did that. They did it. And I guess it was just a norm. But the thing is this, when do when do teachers get to defend themselves? Because so many times we see these videos of these students acting up like that. And girl, um, Patrick says, congratulations to your daughter. Thank you. <laughs> um, we see these students, who's supposed to be disciplinary, disciplining these students? Because the teacher cannot discipline them, run this classroom and do all these different things. Like, And these students are not like they were when we were in school. When we were in school, at least we could, I mean, like we had kind of a fear of the teacher and our parent. Mm. These students don't care about they they the, the teacher, the parent, the principal, the, the police, nobody. So why y'all coming to school? And that's what I was thinking too. They don't have any fear. That is kind of the thing I think that's missing. Like more so they're more interested in getting the attention of other kids, you know, showing off to them, going viral. That's that's what they're really... So with that, they going to the extreme just to get that attention. I I just, I feel like teachers should be able to defend themselves. I remember, well, you know, you guys know, I have a degree to teach and I'm just not using it right now. I'm in corporate America. And, you know, this guy I used to date, Mark used to be like, I'm going to be up in there talking about, um, listen, y'all do anything to her, I'm coming up here. And if I got to come up here, it's not going to be like, like, he used to have me rolling laughing. But it's almost like, you know, the husbands of these women and the spouses and the family members, how do you feel watching, and the video went viral because it was online. Like, how do you feel watching your grandfather? That man was old enough to be somebody's grandfather. Right. Your grandfather getting hit upside the head by a child. Don't you want to just go up there and choke the hell out that child? Because that's what I wanted to do. And see, I would be that person and I would lose my job. Because I would, I'd have choked them. It wouldn't have been no, <laughs> no dance. He'd have got choked. Well, my best friend is a teacher and, you know, it just made me think, Um, she's been teaching I think at least over 10 years now. And I don't think she's ever had an incident, you know, like what we've been seeing. And I'm not saying every teacher does, but it just kind of made me think because when you think about all the crazy stories that she tell me, nothing has ever been, you know, that drastic. So I think that that's a good thing. And I think, you know, she's a good teacher. And I think, I don't know. I kind of think, because you know what? She works with gifted kids right now. And I think that that kind of makes a difference uh -huh. as well as they do kind of seem to have some fear of her. But it's just it's like typically just even when I'm listening to my own daughter, you know, most of the time it's not like they, but a lot of these teachers nowadays try to be the students' friends, seems like it. So I don't know if that's why they don't, you know, have that there or what. I mean, and then for this 72 year old, you're not, you're not tough hitting a 17, a 72 year old man. Like you're not tough. You're not tough. Go, go try to, go try to coach. <laughs> Cause I'm sure he young. 
Go try him. You know, that's what that's what it makes me be like, go try somebody who go, you weak if you <clears throat> you out here trying to bully an old man 72 years old. He older than my parents. Yeah. So I just mm, y'all put y'all comments in the um y'all answer the question in the comments. And so that's all I had. Mm. Oh, I thought we were doing the Ryan Coogler thing. Okay. You, what, just, you said you didn't watch it or something. That's what I was that's what I was reading earlier. But I mean oh. it's it's up to you. I don't have any um thoughts on it really. Well, Ryan Coogler was detained because a silly girl looked at like if you see the if did you see the picture of the note? No, he, I didn't see it. He, the note said he um take it out of my account. Don't put it through the because it was a lot of money. Don't put it through the counter because he didn't feel safe, mm -hmm. and he had his ID and his card. And you thought he was trying to rob you? Yeah, the idea in the car just, you know. I see Miss Suzanne says students should be expelled. Yes, girl. I'm still trying to figure out why the hell they at the school. If they don't want to be there. But that's another day, another story. Oh, because parents get fined if they don't go to school. You're right. Oh, parents right. Should go to school, should go to jail if they student um, fighting the teacher. Um, so yeah, I think, oh, Kathy says, I think teachers are human and react and interact with each student, however necessary, but respecting, responding to a physical action is a warranted reaction. True. Yeah. Or it, was, it just took y'all a little time to respond. <laughs> All right. Aaron said that was a sad story. I came in late on this, but these new kids don't play like teachers should definitely defend themselves, but if these kids don't respect them, parents no don't respect their parents, no other adults really stand a chance. This is true. Yeah. Patrick said making change is a big difference. Yes. Keith says, where are the parents? What parents wouldn't correct their kids if he hit a elderly man? Some parts of it it is, and I'm gonna say it like this: some of them, the parents are young. And the parents are not in the house. Are the parents on drugs? And they're, are they trying to make a living so they can't be there in a lot of the cases? That's what I think. I think that the parents just either they're on drugs, they're not there, or they're out trying to make a living. So they don't have time to discipline. But you also said that, too, when you said that they're young, I do think that that plays, um, and not all of them, but I do think that that does play a part in things as well, just just my opinion from looking at people on Facebook. Yeah. So, yeah. so um, back to the Ryan Coogler situation. It was um, it was very unfortunate, very, 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 very unfortunate um, that he had to go through that. And I was like, hey, everybody know what bank it is. But then looking at the video, I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm gonna keep my my comments to myself about the bank. Well, I didn't see the bank. Um, and I see Miss Suzanne said jail yeah. prison charges and holding the school district and parent accountable in court. That makes sense. And then Aaron said, I was a young parent, mine would never. I was a young parent too. I say that. I say it like that, but I just when I'm looking, a lot of what I see, like me and my brother had had this conversation, um, because they recently had like a drive-by in Macomb, 
where I'm from. And like some young, it was some teenagers that did it, but it was like a younger boy, I think maybe seven or eight, that ended up getting killed. They And they, it was a drive-by at a basketball court. Now we, a lot of kids out. And I was just saying that I really think that just from what I be seeing, like if these are the parents of those kids, then you kind of understand like, you know, in some ways, like when you just see some of the stuff that they're posting and, and it's just not, and I'm not that uptight type of parent, but I am still gonna, you know, carry myself like an adult and still think about it. I do have kids that could possibly see whatever it is I'm posting online and just, cause they just be all out the box. But yeah, yeah. just wanted to just state that. That is true. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All righty. So fancy you gonna roll the... Yeah. You know, and I had a chance to just talk talk to her and tell her. And she was like, well, you do it all this and third. And I say, I have to. <laughs> Drop the mystery. Just call me Rick. Hey, Rick. Okay. Hey, girl. I don't mean that. No, see. You don't need to work on that. Maybe this right here. <laughs> you know You Because it's so. Sam. What the... <laughs> Well, thank y'all for joining us for this episode of Theories and Thoughts Deep Dive. And we're back. You're going to take the um, thing from at the bottom? Look, I did totally forget about it. You nervous? <laughs> A little, because I'm sitting there thinking to myself, I don't know what I'm about to ask <laughs> is about to ask me and I normally like try to prepare but I did that because I've just really been busy so I'm like okay we gonna do this we about to do this so first of all if you have not checked out the recent thoughts deep dive it is on exposure tv network you can download the app today it is free put in the recent thoughts and you will see um season one and season two I don't know when season three coming um but it's so funny. It's the look that you give me. And I said something that is almost to the end. And you look at me like, <laughs> it's funny. It's funny to me. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So um, you guys, tonight we have a very special guest. She said I've interviewed her before on here. I don't remember interviewing you on here. But I do know I did the print issue. I did a print um interview for you and it is my great honor to welcome you Francesca Fielder better known as fancy to theories and thoughts as a guest Woo! okay thank you for having me you're so welcome <laughs> so tonight you guys I'll be interviewing fancy about world world press date and world press date is tomorrow because I remember I was like, it's not going to be the exact date, but it'll be right before it. Yeah. So, Fancy, you do a number of things. Please tell our guests, our audience, exactly everything that you do and who you are. 
Okay, so um, greetings again, y'all. And uh, I am Fancy. I am the publisher and editor-in-chief of Swagger Magazine, which I founded in um, July of 2010. And um, Swagger is an empowerment and lifestyle publication for Black women who like to keep it real in business and in life. And as you all can see, we kind of just recently rebranded this. So that's a new um <laughs> But... Um, aside from that, I am also a publicist and a visibility coach. I'm kind of new to visibility coaching. I'm creating my first course right now, but basically what I'm doing is, uh, I combined my, uh, marketing skills, of course, from working with the magazine and my public relations skills, because I am a mass comm major with the focus of PR. So, um, I'm just kind of combining all of that and assisting with my clients with, um, not only with them being able to like the visibility coaching is kind of like a go between. So say if you don't necessarily want to hire a publicist and you want to try to do these things on your own, then you could take my courses and, you know, be able to at least garner some press by yourself. And then, of course, if you don't want to do those things on your own, if you aren't trying to get press placement, you know, you'd rather someone else do those things for you and pitch you, then mm -hmm. that's when you would come in and hire me as a publicist. And that's kind of basically what I do. Oh, and I am the co-author of two books, um, The Glambitious Guide to Self-Love, Peace and Confidence, um, which is an anthology. And then also um, I have another anthology that is being released, but the pre-sales are taking place, but it won't be released until June. And it's part of the I Am a Black Woman series. I have both of them. Thank you. Jessica says, congratulations, fancy. Yes, ma'am. I'm glad that you explained what a visibility coach is. <laughs> now, when we think of press, Swagger Magazine is a magazine geared towards the Black community. And I didn't know you had rebranded that, so that's hot. Thank you. <laughs> I should have worn my shirt, our story. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we still have that, but I just, um, you know, initially, whereas we started out initially for Black women, then we were trying to include more things for Black men as well. But I just kind of take it, Black men, I'd be shocked to see them on the podcast. Thank y'all for watching. But it just seems like they don't necessarily be wanting to read stuff. So um, we're going to be going more so in the direction of the Black woman again. Got it. Why is press important? Like, why do we need press, especially as a business owner? Because I, you know, you you stated um, in your intro that you know people can look at can take your course as a visibility coach and get their own press. So why is press so important? Do we need press? Like as an entrepreneur, do I really need press? Yes, because um, for one, press. I mean, press helps you to establish credibility. You know, just like. It's always good for other people to be talking about you, especially when they're talking about you in a positive light, you know, because then like most people kind of take it as that's somebody. So and so knows them. This person is referring them, you know, um, as opposed to you talking about yourself. That's why normally when people are or if you're pitching yourself um you should pitch yourself you know like if you're actually doing it yourself pitch yourself in a third person as opposed to pitching yourself like is you the individual you know because you want to make it seem like you have a team and you just it helps not only to build uh the credibility but also if you're just starting out then it can help you with just building awareness of your brand you know because a lot of the times um 
you may not immediately get sales off of the press, but people are going to be more aware of you. You know, that way they can then think of you whenever they're looking for a solution to whatever their problem may be. Then that's when you come to mind and they, you know, they think back to, hey, I saw this person in whether it be Swagger Magazine or Essence Magazine or whatever it was, you know. So um, those type of things are, you know, part of the reason why press is so important. But press itself is just so influential, you know, like media is influential. If you really think about things, we mm -hmm. have to um, really paint perceptions of, you know, whatever it is that's going on or whatever the desired outcome is, everything is pretty much wrote with an agenda, you know, whether it be to educate or to inform or, you know, to get you to buy now or whatever the case may be, it's still some type of agenda there with that messaging. This is true. So is there different types of press? Well, I mean, there's, of course, there's good press and bad press. Then there's also paid press and unpaid press. Um, uh, paid press is more considered, I think it's called advertorial. Um, and that is something that we do offer as well. Like we, with the magazine, we do, um, you know, people can buy a feature and someone write, you know, about you, but you paid for it. Whereas editorial is more so like um, whether it, Sometimes can even be if you submitted it yourself or you wrote it kind of like an opinionated piece, but also if it's actually, you know, you were invited to for this feature. It wasn't something that was paid for. You know, that someone thought that you were doing such a good job. You deserve to be talked about, basically. So we've heard before all press is good. All press is good press. Even bad press. As long as somebody's talking to you, talking about you. Can you um, talk about that a little bit? Well, basically, um, the saying is to mean that, and we see it all the time, you know, really, I feel like with celebrities, um, oftentimes the story may not be the best story. You know, they may not be painted in the most positive light, but at least their name is still ringing in the media. And there's actually websites like um, IMDB that, you know, ranks the hits that they get, you know, um, it kind of shows like how, how they're trending in the news. So mm. a lot of times people just look at it like it may not be the best press, but it is still press. People are still thinking of you and, you know, you are still coming to mind. Hmm. Okay. Kind of like Kanye <laughs> right now. I can't stand. And yeah. Kanye is a, a perfect example because really we don't know like if, all this stuff is for real or they going to drop another show after the Hulu series because the Hulu series is, has it premiered or whatever? Yeah, I heard that he's actually a part of it. Like he's he's recording for it. And and somebody was like, he's about to drop an album every time he's about to drop an album. Yeah, because I mean, look at the whole Drake thing. I really thought like, you know. Although the stuff they the stuff they were doing was kind of petty, but I did still think, you know, I was following it. And that's what we do, you know, when you're getting that type of attention. Um, I mean, it's good attention for them, of course, because then people are gonna be like, Oh, I gotta make certain I get this apple, man. I gotta make certain I get his apple so I can try to compare the two. But that was again, you know, them using the power of the press because every time one person did something, the the blogs and so on were writing about it, you know, they made a big deal about it. So yeah, but it it helped. Right. When I said, um, when I did ask about the different types of press, I was looking for something like blogs. I know magazines. Oh. Is newspaper still a thing? We have blogs. Yeah, newspapers, radio. Um, 
I mean, and even now, all this social media content, you know, really is a form of press when we're creating content right now. Um, and just, you know, like there's, I guess you say, I don't know if you would say it's digital press, but I wouldn't, I don't want to say that. But <laughs> it is still can be considered press, you know, because there are a lot of Instagram blog, uh, vlogs, you know, different formatted stuff, but it is on social media now. So there's all types of formats of press. So you would think of that? I guess that would be press. I guess that would be press when people just social media. Are like, you talking individual? Um, I mean, like when they're doing actual interviews. Like say if we did oh. this on Instagram. Like, you know, people have uh, Instagram shows and things like that. This is true. This yeah. is true. This is true. What made you say, I wanted to be a publicist and I wanted to get into um, media and press? Was there something that happened that that garnered your attention and made you take notice and want to be in? Um, really, because I come from a small town and, you know, I used to just like look at celebrities on TV and be like, oh, I want to work with them. And I was trying to think of a way that I could work for them, you know, just like I knew that I wasn't um one really to like to be in front of the camera or anything, but I knew that I could write and I knew that I was creative. And so that is what really um sparked my interest in public relations but i didn't totally know what it was initially in the beginning and that's kind of like how and i think most people didn't back then so when i would be actually trying to secure clients so that i could help them secure press people would suggest that i interview that individual as a feature like i was the media outlet and that's kind of how the magazine came about i was going to ask you to share a story on how the magazine came about um well, <laughs> I mean, and of course, uh, also there was the aspect of the fact that um, I was at the time just like really trying to find my way in life. Basically, I really didn't know what I wanted to do, but I knew that I wanted to own a business and I was a part. It was actually um, a group that sold uh, sex toys. So I was a part of this group and the women in the group, they were all types of different business women, but you know, they also sold toys as well. And then there were the ones that, um, actually created the business, which is what it was. And, um, I would listen, they would like tell me stories just kind of like to inspire me to, you know, to keep me going. And I would just be so amazed because I was thinking that I was the only person that was going through all the stuff that I was going through in life. You know, I didn't really know that other people went through this stuff and that they had come out of these things. And I was just so inspired by that um, combined with, you know, I knew that I could write and I just wanted to be able to share their stories with other women because I thought that that would possibly help them. To me back then, this was almost like, trying to call everybody on three-way and share the news, you know, like, like, oh my God, like y'all check this out. I had no idea. And then she said, you know, but that's just kind of how I used to, um, I'm not going to say I don't still feel that way about it, but that is how I used to feel about it. It's now it's kind of different, but, um, and I, that's just kind of like, I think me evolving as a woman and just kind of coming into the light about things. Cause my views changed, um, over the course of publishing the magazine, of course. All right. So you mentioned before a visibility coach um, and being a PR agent, right? Um, and PR, huh? Publicist. Publicist, yeah. Publicist. And a publicist garner press. Is it, in order to get press, is it better to get a publicist or, sh you know, in the beginning, should you try to do it on your own? What's your thoughts? Um, I think 
it kind of depends on. I'm not knocking new businesses, but I kind of think it kind of depends on what level of business that you're at and like what you have going on. Like if you have something that you know is going to be major that you really um, this is going to be a big investment for you, like say it's an event or, you know, you're about to do this campaign and you already it's going to like run for a few months, something along the lines of that. Then I would definitely suggest hiring a publicist as opposed to trying to do it yourself because you really don't have the time. You can be putting your time toward other efforts. But if you're just starting out, then um, I think that at that point, you're still also building up your brand story. You know, like you're still overcoming things. You might be in the middle of your story. You haven't just necessarily overcame, but sometimes people possibly have. And in those situations, when they have, when they have those like quick transformations or it's just like something almost astronomical, those type of people, you don't necessarily need a publicist because your story is just that damn interesting. You know, like everybody is going to be into it. So you can possibly pitch yourself. But if you're still, um, again, if you're, if you're like in that beginning phase, then I would kind of suggest, you know, you might want to work on a few things yourself until you kind of have a little bit behind you or, or at least have your story together. I think having your story together is like the biggest thing. And by the story, I mean, you know, just of course how you came to be, but also um, any triumphs that you've experienced, um, things that you've overcome. Just, you know, like people love to hear of that, like to see that arc that go from a victim to victor thing. And you can't see my hand, but yeah, like to go upward, <laughs> basically. I see it. I see it. So, a press release. You taught me how to do a press release. <laughs> I did my very first press release for the um for the talk sh no for the podcast. Okay. I just know it was your first one. I can't remember which which one it was. It was for the podcast. It was for the podcast when we first um set out to do this. How important is a press release? Press releases really right now because like we are still kind of like in a different i guess you say a landscape of media since things have i mean we've kind of moved past covid but they did really change a lot of things and things have just been occurring more frequently but then also um when you think about like press releases also where it tends to uh like kind of be used for events and things like that how that kind of has been slowing down but then also picking back up right as of right now but my point is so press releases, I think, are kind of like twofold. Some publicists do still use them. And then some are kind of like, you know, they don't really use them as much. I still like to use them just because I feel like it's, um, you know, an official announcement and it has all the pertinent information that, you know, the public needs to know. But a lot of people don't necessarily use them anymore. So it's kind of iffy. Um, I think it's more so just, you know, it at the publicist or the brand's discretion, but I, I like to keep them for my clients or keep doing them for my clients. I like the press release too, because it kind of, to me, tells the story. Yeah. It tells a story on what I'm going to find out, what, what you've already done, and then how's it getting in touch with you. It's like everything is right here on this. On right. here. So like the, all the pertinent information. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you have any stories, crazy Press stories that you can share? Hmm, that I can share. That's the thing. That's the part. <laughs> uh, I mean, I know, I know some, but I know one that you can't share that is crazy. Well, I can share, like, um, well, 
I will say, I mean, this was this is more magazine related, but um look, I'm trying to think. Like I have stories, but I just can't seem to think of any right now. But one one I guess I could say is um one time we published an issue and the person did not like well for one the printer printed the magazines on the wrong paper and um and then it was a really big order on you like so it was like a disaster and i i did not have the money to buy more magazines so i had to go to the person that i had gave the cover to at the time because i had actually given the cover to someone um you know, as a story and uh, present her with magazines. And she was like, this looks like you printed this at your house uh, on some card stock. And I felt so embarrassed, but um, I actually ended up like, it just became a really big mess. So this thing probably isn't a funny story. It's just kind of like a learning lesson. But um she, like the woman had had some friends that had bought advertising with the magazine and they all just like got their money refunded though they were actually printed in the magazine and it was not my fault you know with the with the mix up with the printers but the printer never actually um acknowledged that mistake even when i was talking to her about it she was just like yeah you know and i'm like okay so are you gonna you know do some more i can't remember if i I think I did actually buy some more, um, maybe not the same amount, but, you know, I did buy some to make up for that difference, but the damage had already been done. And that was just like a really depressing time for me. I think it's one of the times they really kind of taught me as a business owner, like to push through. Um, mm -hmm. although I really did go into depression for about three months and it also taught me like the power of having a team because had I not had a team, then, um, I would not have been able to make it. Cause it was like, really, I had just kind of stopped functioning. Um, and of course that was like Jamil really at that time, um, just assisting with everything and he kept things afloat. So I appreciate him for that. But that is kind of the, a crazy story. I mean, like, kind of wacky. <laughs> I um but I don't know like I'm not gonna say I have I do a lot of work alone you know for the most part I'm I don't think I'm like most publishers that like are out and it's not so much that I don't want to be out but it's just kind of like me being introverted and still trying to find my way whereas it's a work style that works for me you know because I can work in my computer for hours but like being out amongst people that drains me so i'm still trying to learn how to be able to attend events and things like that and i've been working on, on it and just i don't like one places alone i feel like i'm in a state right now that i just i don't really have any friends here you know so it's just awkward for me but i've been here and look y'all probably didn't even ask for all of that but these are just some of my thoughts <laughs> Fancy's thoughts. If y'all ever wondered why I say it's theories and thoughts, it's fancy thoughts in my world and theory for those who are new to the show and have never watched before. So how important, I'm like being on the cover, how important is that? Well, I think it's a really um, great opportunity for whoever gets it. You know, uh, usually we don't sell our covers. So the person is normally selected. And obviously we think a lot of you if we do that. Um, and then of course, when we make you the cover, then, you know, 
all our social media stuff changes over to that image of the cover, which has you on it. So that helps, you know, spread awareness for your brand. You know, you're constantly being seen and visible. And we make quite a bit of posts on social media. So, you know, that that means that it's going to be seen um, quite a bit. And then also, of course, there is the whole aspect of that you're going to be in print. And oftentimes people view um, and I think like even at one point when you were trying to um, be verified, like on Wikipedia or something, you had to have a print article about you. I think you actually needed to. Oh. So a lot of people really value the power of print because it allows them to get that uh, verification so that they can, you know, be able to move for, forward with whatever the other verification is they're working on. So, yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. I, when I was the manager of the magazine and we would email people and they wouldn't respond or they have a nasty attitude, I used to be like, this is so prestigious. Like, this is prestigious. And you acting like, like we thought something of you to right. say. Yeah. Oh, that used to annoy me. But you've taught me patience, honey, because you was like, I you just keep emailing. Them. I'm like, I ain't kissing nobody's butt. No. <laughs> so, yeah. um, Anywho, is there anything that about press that I did not ask you that you want to make sure we share? Well, I would just say if you're serious about like, you know, garnering press for your business or your brand, make certain that you have a solid foundation, like make certain that your website looks nice, you know, make certain that you have all the things uh, that you need to have there, like your contact information about you so that when people are looking for you, that they are able to find you. The same thing also applies to your social media, you know, make certain that that's looking presentable um, and that you're coming across as the person that you say you are, you know, um, and with that being said, and I mentioned this in my uh, IG guide that we have for free, guys, that is in my uh, link in my bio. Um, one thing is to make certain that you optimize your Instagram bios. I'm a real big Instagram user. So that's my main thing. So that's why I, I focus on like trying to teach my clients about um, just how to operate in that space. And so with that, like make certain that you have who you are, you know, like your name, um, how do you serve, how you can be contacted. Uh, and then it seems like there's something else I want to add there. But at least those three things you should have um, within your bio on your Instagram. Um, really right now, because we are kind of all multi-hyphenate people, as opposed to having a, a, um, a static website link in your bio, you might want to opt for something more like a link in bio or a link tree or... Um, you know, just one of those type of uh, platforms that allow you to change out or, you know, change out the website links or mm -hmm. take people where they can, you know, go to your different links, the most important ones. Like you should definitely have an option like that within your um, social media. And I, about that. I think I changed mine off of my website. Is now that the only back place back. that you need people to go, though? Because, you know, like you could do one. Uh, say if you did your link in bio and you're trying to make certain people are also seeing podcasts or something and, or, and want them to go to your YouTube, you know, so just, you know, just throwing it out there. No, I use, um, no, I might do that. I may just go back and put my link tree in there instead of my website because my website is on my link tree. Yeah. Yeah. 
but at all the articles that I have been featured in and different events that I have done is all on there as well as well the more current stuff is on the website so that's something oh. to think about so thank you Fancy, for being my guest tonight I, I love this y'all because y'all get to know more about us because I mean we're here every week but you get to know a little bit more about who we are whenever we interview each other and then what we do outside of this right here yeah. Okay. So me, what else I was going to say? Oh, so tonight, uh, oh, you can find me at A-R-N-Y-A at ladyceo.com. Lady spelled with an I. Clubhouse, Lady CEO. I need to get on Clubhouse. We need to do a room. We should do a room. Um, my website is www.ladyceo and my link tree is <laughs> ladyceo. Um, maybe I'll put that back in there as well. So that's how you can find me. Brandy says she love it too. <laughs> she love when we interview each other. <laughs> Thank you, Brandy. And um, so you guys can find everything Swagger Magazine related at swagger.net and of course Swagger Magazine across all social media. Um, and then for myself, everything is fancy swagger and my link tree is fancy stocks. Um, and yeah, we should do a room because I never have anybody to talk to on there. Like, and I don't want to be in a room I can't talk in. Like, I, I'm just not that type of listener, I guess. Well, let's do a room one day. Um, also, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, would like to be a guest, you can reach us at theories and thoughts at ladyco.com. Ladyco spelled with an I. Feel like I was about to say something. I, I forgot. Um, don't forget, guys, that we are hosting the Her Money Matters panel on March 30th. Um, tickets are free and the they're on Eventbrite, or you can visit uh the swagger.net website and you know find the link there. Um, and we are still accepting vendors, sponsors, and in-kind swag bag sponsors. So if you have a product that we can include in our bags for our panelists. And y'all, we have some dope panelists. It kind of took me a minute to get them finalized, but I got them all today. So we're going to be like having some deep conversations about money and I'm looking forward to it. So. That's so dope. So next week we have Andromeda of She Wins Society. We'll be talking about, um, you know, women's stuff. This is um, Women's History Month, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to highlight y'all a little bit later. Bye.